The Movie Hour, episode 250, October 30th, 2013. There are a few spoilers in this episode and some serious swearing. Enjoy the show, everybody, and thank you for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Halloween Eve, and welcome to our latest episode, The Movie Hour. I'm your host, Greg Maloney. This is episode 250 of our podcast. Thank you all so, so much for listening and taking the show this far. We could not have done it without you. And by we, I obviously include my co-host, who I also can't live without, Brother James and everyone's favorite, Jeff. Gentlemen, welcome to the 250. Is this 250? I thought we were like in the 300s or something. 250? 300? Like, yeah. Everything just meshes together for you. You've been living for how long? <laughs> Everything is just a split second to me because my life is so bad. Jim is at his old tricks again. <laughs> it's it's kind of um I don't want to get all sentimental on uh, but it's kind of like I look back at when we started this podcast over five years ago and the uh you know the the, the changes that have happened in my life. I mean I we started this podcast. I was in like my mid twenties and yeah. now. I'm significantly older than and, that and you now. can make your own movie choices but now you can't right exactly yeah, yeah now I, and yeah so I, amongst those life changes is i i've lived in three different states <laughs> since we started this podcast had several jobs and uh and now i'm married and yeah can no longer decide on my own what movies i'm allowed to watch so that's <laughs> Which, uh, i mean really really uh um been a been an integral part of my life through through a lot of uh through a lot of change it's kind of cool my life. Which reminds me of the the episode of I remember we were talking Valentine's yes, Day. I do stuff. remember this. We ta- yeah, and we were talking about like okay, what would we what would movie would we not mind like girls taking us to watch or vice versa, and being made fun of because like oh you don't have a girlfriend stuff like that and then Jeff gets married and yeah, things did, changed. Did, did Rasa ever pass that test? The what the, the movie test? It, Rasa loves Wes Anderson movies. No, and no. Harold and Maude was Harold I think, and Maude. The, yeah, oh, that's Harold the one you brought was, up. I don't know yeah. if she's seen Harold and Maude. Yeah, you met you quote you know, like he said it years ago, saying like you know when I find the girl who likes this, then I'll find the right runner. Yes, shit. God damn it! Too bad I got married without putting that. Into... <laughs> I <laughs> really late. feel like Stop. I probably uh, probably should have done that. That's oh well. <laughs> so James 250 you, you say it uh it all just seems to blend together it seems like you should remember every episode James you're the guy that has a perfect memory I'm telling you uh I I've been rec- you know making notes of it in my in my my secret files you know doing the highlights of each one studying them you know checking for patterns reporting them to the government that's what <laughs> <I'm saying>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you always were a math guy uh, but it's it's been a great great uh great time. Thank you. Uh, we have some live listeners. Thank you for that. Also, thank you everybody that's been uh, listening, answering Parker Posey's. Uh, always a pleasure. And let's do a uh, let's get on with our episode 250, the badass one, which is Halloween related, because it's you know it's, it's like Halloween out. Yeah, it's like Halloween out. This <laughs> is when just one of my favorite I, Greg Maloney quotes from. Two decades of friendship. Uh, it's like Halloween outside. It's probably my favorite, or one of my favorites. Anyway. Here's what's what's really funny about that is we ran in uh, uh, our brother-in-law, who uh, is a big hunter. He's like, no, this is hunting weather. I'm like, no, it's Halloween weather, and we got an argument yeah, I guess about it's, it. Yeah, so it's a matter of uh, matter of perspective. 
Yeah, it really is. But uh, I hope everyone had a great Halloween. I hope you had awesome costumes. I was a Sparky Sparky Boo Man from the Avatar series, which was super cool. Um, James was super, like, probably better than mine. He was, he was better than mine. Uh, Nico Montoya, Princess Bride. Yes. Is that that's your name? That, that's your name? That's who I was. And it was perfect because I, I was inspired to be that person because I was trying to think of an easy one to do. And someone's like, well, they have those t-shirts now that just have the name tag picture. And it says, hello, my name is Nico Montoya on the name tag. So I took it a step further and I did the whole costume, but still wore the hello, my name is Inigo Montoya on <laughs> the costume. Do you remember I got kicked off of a plane for wearing that shirt? This is like months ago, so it's old news. But like it yeah, says prepared, prepared to die, die yeah. on it. Like somebody somebody freaked out. And, really? Wow. Yeah. I had not heard that. I remember that. Um and Jeff, don't you? I I believe you have a Halloween party coming up, right? Like I, I have, do. I haven't. Um, you know, it's it's a it's kind of a shame. I I don't really have anything locked down, but uh, I actually uh, have been encouraged by a new administrator at our school to dress up for Halloween at school uh, on Halloween day, and I I really have nothing to go <laughs> with. So I think Great, what I do is put on my tux from the wedding that I had with my wife. <laughs> what? Um, and then draw a little mustache and a little goatee on myself and be my evil twin. There you go. And I feel like nobody then can accuse me of not dressing up because I wore a fucking tuxedo and drew a mustache on what? myself. What? That... Oh. <laughs> Just sully the sacred cloth that is the tux you wore to your wedding. That's what uh, Kate like did a wedding with her wedding dress. Pay a lot of money to buy that tux, and you want to get more than one use out of it, yeah. not like an exorbitant amount of money. I thought you bought it before that. Never mind. No no worries. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Katie, but, yeah, this is true. Dress. She slashed it up and put blood on it. And... Yeah, yeah that's, Katie. That I'm not going to do. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. That was super awesome. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> I hope everyone had an awesome Halloween. And if you do have parties this weekend, which, by the way, is bizarre, because it's November when you get to the weekend, you have to have Halloween parties before that. We all had a great so time. you get an extra hour this weekend. Yeah, that's true. So you can party longer. I'll need it. Party longer. Uh, Jim doesn't need an extra hour. He's he's fine. Uh, so, hey. <laughs> happening the last week, just recently, we had uh, the X-Men First Class trailer come out. The first the first one. There's always teasers. That's not the name of the movie. <laughs> uh, you're right. I'm sorry. Uh, X-Men Days of Future Past. Did I, per- did I say first class? I've had, I've had like three whiskeys and two beers already. It's been... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's uh, You were absolutely correct. Episode um, 250, I hammered a bottle of wine before we started. <laughs> really? A whole bottle? Good job, buddy. <laughs> the, Jeff, the Jeff I used to know would be sad about that. Because, because it's wine. Yeah. Uh, but um, we've all seen the trailer. And I'm curious, after see, first off, just the tone of the trailer in general, you get a very, you know, sad vibe, like the X-Men are, you know, on the ropes, what's happening here? And you get introduced to the, like, we get to see the, um, the X-Men First Class cast with some of the original X-Men characters, and of course we have the original uh, director of, uh, did he do the second movie or just do the first one, uh, Brian Singer? And I gotta say, the trailer just didn't impress me. It didn't. It made me sad. I, I think it just went over my head. I don't like. I don't even know what the fuck's gonna happen in that movie. It doesn't make sense. It looks bad. <laughs> this doesn't make sense at all. Uh, I'll admit one thing. Like the store, like the idea behind it, like seems kind of neat. But I don't care about them anymore. Like I have no love for those people anymore. So it's it's been ruined too many times for me to care. 
but I hope. So you like the idea of the old cast somehow being integrated with a new cast? There seems to be some sort of like time travel going on. And... Uh, Star Trek like seven. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, like that part is kind of cool, but I I, I just don't give a damn. <laughs> it's too late. How do you feel about Brian Singer? How do I feel about him? Uh, he's all right. Hey, you know what he did that was awesome? Yes, I do. The Usual Suspects. Yes. That was really good. And since then, you know what he's done? <laughs> I, well, I, I didn't mind differing opinions on this, so continue. I did not mind Valkyrie. Um, and, and we, I know. You can probably <laughs> guess mine. So. I mean, I I think there's so an argument to be made that uh, that. App Pupil is his second best movie. Jim loves Superman. Yeah. Well, he likes Superman Returns. I'm a big fan of Superman Returns. I know I'm the only one, but yeah, I do. Oh, uh, well, yeah, that 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 makes sense, I guess. <laughs> I was the one person to see Jack the Giant Slayer. That movie was pretty bad, but really, like, I don't blame Brian Singer for much other than, uh, like, the writing for X-Men and X-Men 2. Like, I just, I don't know, man. It just, I'm, I'm sure he had a little part in it, but uh, and that part made me sad. And I and now like seeing this put together, like they have a lot of talent, a lot of big names. People are gonna be just losing their shit about how many mutants are in this movie, um, compared to X Men First Class. And just jerking uh, off all over it. Right. Just fucking just throwing it against walls, like that's it. Like this is this is gonna be this is movie's gonna make a ton of money. It's just I really hope they're they're doing all right. Because this um I just don't feel like that. The direction, you know, I mean, Avengers got made, made a bajillion dollars. Now it's, yeah, now it's all about as many fucking superheroes as you can put into a movie. I, I respect it and I like it. Capitalism <laughs> at its best. Capitalism. <laughs> it's it's working. It's working. Yeah, it's um. <laughs> God. Days of Future Past, just and the whole like a lot of it's with uh, Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick Stewart, who's friend of the show, uh, by the way, uh, to his voice, and that was completely yeah. badass too. But did um, I mention that I heard who wrote that shitty X Men line about the frog and the lightning? The toad. You tell, mentioned tell, it to tell, me, tell our yeah, uh, yeah. I found out in an interview in a magazine that Joss Whedon had written the line. You know what happens to a toad every time it's struck by lightning? Same thing as everything else. And he meant it as like just this throwaway, like goofy line, but she like and he even mentioned this. Like she delivered it like it was King Lear and it totally ruined the whole line and You know, I think this is on Joss, honestly. Like you you, you can't put that on the like yeah. Oh no, that was a really good line that was just you know, I mean not th- like he said it was throwaway, but like my trash line, oh that wasn't supposed to mean anything. Don't worry about it. Like it's a trash line no matter how you deliver that. What's the right way to deliver that line? I don't know. It's terrible. It's terrible. It Joss Whedon should pay. <laughs> the good or bad yeah. news. The good or bad news of it is that the movie uh, Days of Future Past doesn't even come out till May. But good news is that Man of Tai Chi comes out this weekend. Also, Ender's Game comes out this weekend. Is anyone? Do we have interest in Ender's Game? J- Jeff, did you read the book or no? Ender's Game. Uh, quite a long time ago, I read the book. Liked it quite a bit. I think. Um... I think this movie's I'm excited gonna... about the movie. I guess to to some extent, uh, not to a great extent. I like. I think it's kind of backseating to Hunger Games in, in like in the public eye at this. I don't know. It's you know a story about I don't a kid who has I mean, to go it's... fight in a you know in a fucking gladiatorial situation. Anyway, 
it's <laughs> an arrow, dude. It's so timely after the movies or after the books. You'd think it would be right up there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it is a really cool book. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's uh, I I I mean, we'll see how they do it. It could be great. Who knows? Our live listeners saying that it's actually not considered young adult fiction, and it is one of the best sci-fi books. It is. It's I have never awesome. read it though, so you know, I'll take his word for um, it. Asa Butterfield, uh, I'm, I'm sure. Oh, is that who's doing it? Somebody asked me, and I didn't know. Oh, who's actually starring as the kid? Yeah. yeah. As Ender? Yeah. yeah. Um, but your boy Harrison Ford's in it. So, And Abigail Breslin's in it. All grown up. All grown up Abigail Breslin. Grows up. Is, that, is that a thing? Did Abigail Breslin? Was she allowed to do that? <laughs> really? She she that big of a deal? Um, But, so, everybody go see Man of Tai Chi, because Keanu Reeves deserves your money. Just, is he in it if or you've he never listened it? to us before, please, for the love of God, listen to us now. <laughs> oh, five God. years, we know what the fuck we're talking about. So, has it been five years, really? Uh, so, Man of Tai Chi, Ender's Game, you decide. It's a big deal. Um, but, since it is Halloween, I'm going to do a... A uh, pseudo, not Holly Hunter's Highwood Hoopla, but kind of, kind of like a Parker Posey, but not really. Um, I know James. I know you too. Like, doesn't like Halloween movies, so I want to put him on the spot. It's not sure. I like ET. Horror movies. Doesn't oh. like horror movies. So if you exclude the uh, Charlie Brown's like Great Pumpkin pseudo TV movie, which you never should, but I'm willing to right, hear the premise. right. If you exclude that. What movie would you associate with Halloween the most, Jim? What would you pick? Um, if this was timed, I would just say Halloween. Um, if I'm putting out an intelligent answer. what Like from your childhood. So think like 40s and think what you remember. Do you think that I'm a child in my 40s or as a child in the 1940s? The answer is clearly the Lone Ranger radio special. Right. <laughs> remember what you listened to. 1933's War of the Worlds radio play. Right. Um, what movie would you associate with Halloween the most? James, this is it. That's probably easy for me. It's Wizard of Oz. Really? Why? Because they used to play it like right around Halloween every year on TV. It would play. So it's like a Pavlovian response for me. You know, right. It's like uh, Easter is all about um, Ten Commandments. Well, back in the day, Wizard of Oz came on TV when Halloween was. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! You were there for the Ten Commandments. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. knew you were old, but Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> oh man, Jeff, what would you pick? What do you remember? Like whether it be childhood or not, what what movie would you associate with Halloween the most? I feel like I I, I feel like it's like the kids' Halloween movies, like uh like. Hocus Pocus and crap like that. Like, uh, uh, wow. Um, I remember a lot of like, uh, like Tales from the Crypt situations. Like, yeah, when that you, makes sense. I, I, I mean, I'm kind of still working through this. Uh, but I think, I think my my best answer would be, of course, Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> Dude, you everybody knows you're an Ernest fan. Like, there's no question. James James Varney, who doesn't love him? <laughs> God bless that guy's soul. I just remember, I um, uh, childhood-wise, I just remember we would attack our subdivision, get our Halloween candy, and then once in a while we would go out to my grandma's area and also continue trick or treating because it would be a uh, they had um, longer hours or something. They run longer hours, but B, you know, a lot of retired people they just love throwing candy at kids, yep. and 
it was we would go back check our candy out at her house and she had i think she actually had cable at the time and we would watch all the ridiculous things that would run 24 7 on cable channels like you know like house of wax and shit like that and it was hilarious and that's that's kind of like the the kind of i remember um and uh yeah. Laurel and Hardy. I remember trick or treating with you one time, Greg, and like it, it reminds me of like when you're a little too old for it, like for like the fun part, and you're just all about the fucking candy and like the trigonometry <laughs> that you figure out to go from like house yeah. to house to house as quickly as possible, just booking from door to door, running through lawns. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I was gonna say live listener asked her Mr. Boogity, which is awesome. Ooh, I remember Mr. that. Boogity. Was Dr. there a vacuum cleaner in that or something? Yes, there is. All right. Uh, the funny thing about the the Halloween trick or treating stuff, I just remember like, dude, it's eight thirty. If you're not in the other Keatington by now, you're fucked. Like, yeah, it's pretty much. There's <laughs> a threshold of success, basically. I remember speaking of Keatington, the the nice neighborhood in our area. Um, this we used to go to this one house and it was the owners of the local big boy restaurant and we're like okay you know we're gonna cash in and you know get some real good candy there because they're rich and we get up there and they hand out coupons for a free sunday if you ordered a like a meal or something or we like are you kidding me fucking pissed in that guy's hot tub (laughs) it was it was sad yeah speaking of which what is going on outside of the studio do you guys see that yeah they're they're shuffling around. They're 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 shiftless, hunched over. They all look sick. Jim, are those your friends from the geriatric ward? Uh, no, those would be your interns. They're here all the time. You see them every day. Can we get back to the show now, please? Anyways, continuing with episode 250, let's get to our movie reviews, which I think we just have a solo act today, which uh, includes and stars brother James. James, you have a movie review for us tonight? I do. I went to the theater. Is it, is it is it scary? The review is yes. The movie's not. <laughs> okay, perfect. Um, I went to go see The Counselor, which is in theaters now. It's the uh, mass star power movie the drama um, uh, written by, well, I don't know if it Cormac was screenplay. Cormac McCarthy. Yeah, Cormac McCarthy did the book or screenplay. I'm not sure which. He, just the screenplay. It was just... not a book. It's, oh, okay. it's a new ground for Cormac here. Yeah. Oh. Well, then I've got some interesting things to say. It was directed by Ridley Scott, and it's got uh, Matt, Michael Fassbender, Penelope Cruz, Cameron Diaz, Javier Bardem, just all these people in it. And the whole um, gist of the movie is there's a lawyer who is, you first meet him and you can you get the idea that he's in financial trouble and he knows some kind of shady people and he's going to start financing this drug deal basically and he doesn't really know what he's doing and he's getting advice from other people and they're kind of involved and not, you don't really know how and so he goes for it and shit hits the fan and the movie is about the aftermath of all that how quickly does that first part happen and then the aftermath like is it in all in the first like 30 minutes they start uh, up and shit it's a decent time of the setup and like it's weird because the whole like action itself is kind of like background. The entire movie is really hit um, the counselor who's played by Fazbender. It's really his interactions and getting information and meeting people that are involved and that sort of thing. And then kind of like it does a meanwhile, this is how the, you know, the deal is going down and Oh, it's, you know, getting fucked up, blah, blah. And then they go back to him. And so most of it, his, his dealings with other people and the, action of it isn't all that prominent at all 
All right, I'll let you get back to the, the review for one more quick question. So is he acting as a lawyer, or is he a lawyer that acts as a drug dealer? He is a lawyer who is dabbling in this drug dealing. Okay, so he's not like a lawyer for a drug dealer. He's actually a drug dealer. Um, correct. Okay. Financing right. some sort he, of drug he might be dealing. doing both. He might do both. Like it's, They don't okay. really tell what some of his clients are, but yeah, he, he is getting into the drug dealing himself. Continue the joke. So anyway, um, so this film, I did not like it. I didn't like it at all. Um, Wow! And most of it is due to the screenplay. (laughs) I found the script to be pretty bad. And the reason I say that is because every single character in this does not have a normal conversation with the other person. They have this huge poetic revelation about everything they're speaking about. And it's just keeps bludgeoning you and bludgeoning you over the head until you drowned in this just very flowery way to say everything. And it's annoying <laughs> as hell. Like there were oh. some parts where I'm just getting bored listening to people. And it's just like, Oh my God, like none of this is like normal. It's just this big show off. It's like one speech after the next. There's one scene where Fazbender is like laying low and he passes out at a diner and the, guy comes to finally kick him out because they're closing the waiter and the waiter starts waxing poetic about death and you know murder and you know how it means to a man and blah blah and it's it's grating like i did not enjoy it at all i'm like wow so it was it was, it was a long poem instead of a book basically yeah basically like and i've seen some of his movies before and obviously he didn't script them so like i've liked his you know his material it's just you're talking about, you're talking about mccarthy's yes yes yeah. and i think i think i mean i'm not gonna get too into it but i think the guy might be the best writer in america right now uh, right I, I haven't seen the movie and i i trust your opinion but yeah I, like for me like that it didn't do anything for me and maybe you'll like it because you're more of an english fan but yeah i it, it did nothing for me it like every every soliloquy basically like made all the rest of them that less important that less meaningful just all right there's another one okay here comes another one that yeah. makes so a people lot of are sense. just i think i think that makes yeah i think i agree it's a different medium and yeah so people are just fucking dishing out monologues like left <laughs> like right. every fucking scene <laughs> it's like oh my god like when the waiter did it that one time and there's one time like this is very minor um Cameron Diaz and Javier Bardem are kind of seedy underworld pe- types, and they're a couple, and um, they separate a little bit. And she's reminiscing about their pet cheetah and how it's a hunter, and how hunting, you know, a hunter is like the purest form of a person, and blah, and all this stuff. I'm like, oh my god, like nonstop, just every mundane thing. The fact that they let Cameron Diaz have a soliloquy is pretty yes, bad. That's not very well either. I'll admit. Really, really poor, <laughs> poor show. Like the only <laughs> normal person in the whole movie was Penelope Cruz. She was like a normal person who didn't have a big speech who didn't like do anything she was just having conversations and yeah she plays as fastbender's like wife or girlfriend or something correct yeah yep so um like i don't mind i don't mind movies where the dialogue's strange like you'll you'll definitely see some movies that are more like ones that are you know pretty much uh converted and just uh somebody would take from like a play or a book but like for for instance the first thing that came to my mind when you brought up like weird dialogue for a movie uh, was I thought of Six Degrees of Separation. I don't know if you guys have either seen the play or, or, or uh, 
have seen the movie, but Will, Will Smith's in it. Will, Welcome to Earth, Will Smith. And you can tell when you watch the movie, like, okay, the dialogue's really strange in this, and they had converted it from a play to a movie. And I'm curious. It's strange that uh, in this scenario, and you have uh, McCarthy writing directly, just creating a movie script, and just... I don't know. Maybe he's just uh, this is his first one straight to that. So no, I mean, I, I I think that there's something to be said for that. It's a different medium. It's a different like it's a different thing. Like, I, right? <laughs> hey, yeah. Salvador Dali, you know, write me a great song. I don't think it right. works it's, that right. way. Like, right. I and I and I mean, I I think that like the the themes go well together. But I mean, it's a different medium, and I I I'm not surprised honestly that Cormac. McCarthy wasn't a good screenwriter, uh, but right. I mean, I'll probably still see the movie. There's so, actually some badass moments in there, and they're also neutered a bit because of the setup. Like they they told us about badass moments similar to this, and they were like, "Okay, well, it's gonna be coming up because they're telling us that like details and stuff." Like, and it was just annoying. It was just like, "All right, you've neutered this entire film, basically." I mean, it is called a counselor, and it's about a lawyer. Maybe it's a uh, maybe it's a whole like allegory and. Uh, you know about like how boring being a lawyer is or how like the law is not as interesting as the world or something never mind i'm yeah, just like, what? fucking defending a weird, guy that i really don't know the only weird part about all that like he was the one being counseled the entire time even though he was called the counselor so it's kind of that's cool yeah. that's cool Man. uh <laughs> who can i who can i uh say is awesome in this movie um hang on let me look at the cast real quick uh Performance-wise, Rosie I mean, Perez. Is it Rosie Perez? She was okay. She was actually a a kingpin s whatever the female version of a kingpin. Oh shit, really? Yeah, she was like a jailed kingpin. That that's that's hot. All right, continue. Uh, I was gonna say uh, Javier Bardem probably does the best job with his role. Get out of here, Javier Bardem was good. Yeah, he can act. Who knew? <laughs> but uh, yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, I would have to say him. Fazbender, he's all right, like, but he doesn't do anything special in this film. He used all his acting ability in. And, and I'm a huge Brad Pitt fan, fan, and he's in this, and he plays a little off role in this, like he like the roles I like, and I wasn't real impressed with him either. Brad Pitt against type yeah. in the counselor, and I don't like Cameron Diaz, and I still don't like her. What? Nothing changed. The mask. That's Come like on. when I first and stopped liking her, basically. <laughs> that was good, and you're done. Do you ever seen Bean John Malkovich? Uh, yes, I have most of it. I think she's fantastic in that movie. Fan- Cameron, just call me. Call me. We'll talk. It's fantastic. Um, <laughs> that's sad. Michael Fassbender. That's a sad situation. Yeah, like I wanted to like this movie. I was excited about it. Like this and uh, American Hustle were the two that I were kind of looking forward to coming up. Right. So. Uh, Jeff, did you have a movie review? Something awesome? Um, yeah, uh, totally. I, I, (laughs) um, I saw, uh, this movie, um, with my wife, Raisa, my lovely wife. We watched this movie called The Lovely Raisa. Yeah. The Lovely Raisa, my favorite wife that I've ever had by a long (laughs) time. Um, we watched this movie called, um, I think it was called White House Down. Yeah. White House Down. And it was about, uh, it was about this guy, um, well, it's the the president and the terrorists, you know, attack the White House, and then like there's this one guy who's sort of like he's the best in the business, and you know he's in there for his last job type thing, or like you know whatever he you know he's outside, but he's he's the best in the business, and he gets in and he has to save the president, um, 
And, the, so uh, the White House is under attack. The White House is under attack, yeah, from terrorists. Somebody on the inside, maybe somebody that's, you know, that may, might be a little discredited now, but he's still, uh, he's still acting. Right. Yeah. He's yeah. He's discredited. He's not. Yeah. He's not necessarily like the guy that you would pick, but he's still the best in the business. Like you know, he he lost. I think he lost a step, or you know, he lost some uh, some street cred at some point. So this guy has to go, and he has to save the president. Meanwhile, there's like all this stuff happening on the outside. Morgan Freeman's in it. Um, he is the uh, Morgan Freeman's in it. Yeah, he's he's the acting um, he's the acting president because he's that's the not, speaker. That's not of the House. Down. That's that's Olympus has fallen. You've mixed up your movies. You've mixed up your movies. Are you sure? I'm I'm pretty positive. Like I know I know Morgan Freeman's the president in a couple movies, but yeah, Olympus has fallen is the movie you're talking about. You didn't see White House Down. You saw Olympus has fallen. No, no, no. you're thinking of um, Deep Rising. <laughs> Deep Impact. Deep Impact. <laughs> Deep impact. There we go. All right. Yeah, no, indeed, I did see Olympus has fallen, but I, I, Greg had already reviewed it, so uh, I thought I would make a great joke, ha ha ha, about the, uh, you know, how the two movies that were the exact same movie Morgan came Freeman's out. Morgan not the president. Aaron Eckert's the president. Right, but Morgan Freeman's the acting president. Yeah, he is the acting president. That's true. He's the Speaker of the House. Yeah, Aaron Eckert's in it. Um, you know what I one thing I thought was kind of interesting is they like actually put a little bit of effort at like they they spent like 6 minutes at the beginning of the film like on some sort of like character development that really didn't matter at all for the rest yeah. of the movie like I, it like you're talking about the whole like news blow up like for the first like three minutes or something about how or was that no i'm not i'm not mixing my movies like no i'm, I'm thinking about like the, was, uh so at the beginning of the movie um aaron eckert's uh the president and oh, his wife yeah. it, it, he, he gets in like a car accident and basically uh what, what's the, what's the other guy's name? Um, Gerard Butler has to uh, has to either save like him or his wife, and he saves the president. And like so, after that, he has to like step down. It, it, anyway, it, like and it, it was like a it really didn't need to be in that movie at all. It really like it, like it, the, when they were making when they were writing that scene, they thought they were writing a different movie than when they were when they were writing the we're, rest. We're of doing the a movie. whole different change of pace, change of change of um right. Yeah, you know, we're, this is this is gonna be all about character, and really, it was all about like, I mean, by the end of the movie, Raisa and I were like saying the line before the person <laughs> said it. We had a really good time doing it. Like, I actually just fucking killed one with it doesn't add up, and like and we were both dying laughing, like it doesn't add up. And they, they, I thought maybe game. he'd say like this doesn't seem right or something like that, but I nailed it. He said it doesn't add up. I was so proud of myself. That's a great <laughs> game. So, I'm not judging you, Jeff. I, I, I you're beyond judgment. You you're, clearly you know. are. But I'm judging lovely Raisa. Like, why did she watch this movie? What's the? What's um, the... Oddly enough, this was thick. <laughs> um, <laughs> we we've talked about the Venn diagram before, right? The uh, the Venn diagram yeah, yep, yeah, that Raisa yeah. likes and Jeff likes, and um, and how how Wes Anderson sort of lies in the middle. I think that. Um, like you know these these sorts of like no brain spy like you know like uh you know you've got to save the president type movies fall into that category and um, maybe maybe you're just in denial and she's attracted to Gerard Butler maybe that's it or Aaron Eckert incredibly likely or Morgan Freeman why not <laughs> right right possibly that's that's an interesting tale might have to ask some questions about that you have to dig deeper get back to us on that immediately. Uh, just like Gerard Butler would in 
White House down or whatever that we were talking about. Jim, what is going on with your octogenarian friends out there? There are like 30 of them, and they keep pressing their faces up against the glass. I wouldn't say anything, but they're, they're really gross. Again, those are the interns, and they are kind of gross. Even Angela looks more worse for wear than usual. That's kind of interesting. Intern Phil, take care of that, would you? Just tell them to go away for a while. We'll do autographs later. What? You want me to do? Yeah, okay, boss. God, that kid's as dumb as a sack of potatoes. So regardless, I have a uh, I have a quiz here. Uh, you guys want to take? Do you have a quiz, or does Jim have a quiz? No, I have a quiz. Oh, two fifty. Oh. I've done a couple quizzes in the past. I've I've set up a few of them. I thought we said no. Okay, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Jeff, go do your thing. Well, I mean, if you don't want to do it, no, I want to do the quiz because like, hey, who doesn't want to go against Jim in a quiz? Who doesn't want to do that? That's right. the quality. Well, My record's that, probably not very good. But Dre, continue. I have to say, this quiz actually, I think, might uh, tilt towards you as far as, you know. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, so I it's, like it's in honor of our 250th episode, in honor of all we've done here on the uh, podcast. Oh, okay. I have here a list of actors, actresses, and I believe one director, um, and they all have something in common, and that is that they're friends of the show. We have used them all uh, in movie hour titles. And the quiz is going to be that I will give you the actor, actress, or director, and you have to tell me the title of the like movie it. hour. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay, alright, no problem. You're going to hand us the actor or actress if you have to guess the name. Full name. Is this right. a shout-out style? Uh, I think shout-out style is how it's got to be. Okay. Oh, my God. So, um, I think we'll start with an easy one. And for those of us, for those of us listening to our first episode, because I never There's, listened to the greatest fan club movie hour. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That um, we normally name our episodes after uh, an actress or actor, and we and we put like a silly thing. Our first episode was called the Gary Sinise Fan Club Movie Hour. Um, so if I say Gary Sinise, you would say fan club movie hour would be the right answer. Okay. All right. So we are going to start with Kelsey Grammer. Oh, God. And that's the easy one? No. You just said we were starting with him. Um, Frasier's movie hour. I'm going to go with Kelsey Grammer, what's the matter, movie hour. <laughs> it's not right, but I, that's what I'm going with. Kelsey Grammer's dropping the hammer movie hour. It's good. Dr- drunken stammer. Okay. I'm going with it drunken does, stammer. Okay, stop, stop, stop. It does not rhyme. Oh, okay, damn it. Uh, I like uh, drunken stammer though. That's perfect. Do with his proclivity for a certain vice. Drunken stammer. I said that. Oh, you did. Oh, okay. Kelsey Grammer's alcoholic movie hour. All right, so the correct answer was the Kelsey Grammer Traffic School Movie Hour <sighs> on account of he likes to drink and drive. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this is going to be harder than I thought. All right, let's do I, one I that, we can, uh, that we can probably get. How about the – how about John Candy? The John Candy I'm Dead Movie Hour. Very nicely done, Jim. Jim, one point. Right? I let him have it. I let him have it. I knew what it was. I let him have it. <laughs> Because that was the episode I could not stop laughing in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I delivered that thing with, yeah, 
precision. I was happy before yeah, we even started. Yeah, or is a hundred percent true. Yeah. Emma Watson. You know which episode that was, by the way. No, I don't. I didn't put okay. that down. You can look it up later. Emma Watson is our next. Mm. Emma Watson training bra movie hour. Nicely done. Boom, boom, boom. I'm punching. I'm doing some shadow boxing right now. Just the one to one, one to one. Very nicely done. The Emma Watson training bra. Got us some big hits on the website. Big hits. Yeah, it did. <laughs> the weird kind. <laughs> I'm going to disappointed down. hits. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. oh, <laughs> this isn't what I wanted. If they were to rate it, yeah. Vince Vaughn. Oh shoot. Vince Vaughn, get off my lawn movie hour. But that's not what it is. Oh man, this one I feel like it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, Vince Vaughn. I got nothing. Hints. Vegas. Vegas baby movie hour. I didn't hear you, Jeff. What? The hint is Greg was very close with his first guess. Oof. Vince Vaughn, get off my lawn. The Vince Vaughn... Mow my lawn movie hour. Oh, uh, Jim got it. What? Are you serious? If I were you. Oh, my God. That's son of a... Just like Ted How would you like to mow my lawn? How, would you, how do you not just give that? Like, Family Feud judges would give that to me, and they're the worst judges of them all. Get off my lawn and mow my lawn are almost exact opposites, except for you say them to people that you feel better than in all of right. <laughs> I look down upon you. All right, so so here's here's a fun one. Kevin Costner. Oh, God. Uh, Kevin Costner's Waterworld movie hour. Good guess, but no. Kevin Costner's I've Got Fins on My Fucking Feet movie hour. <laughs> Kevin Costner, I'm in another sports movie movie hour. You guys are not going to get this one, so I'll put you out of your misery. It's the Kevin Costner, nothing rhymes with Kevin Costner movie. <laughs> <laughs> did we really do that? That's fantastic. Yeah, we really did that. So <laughs> nice. I've left some of the really fucking sick ones for later, by the way, but we, we came with some pretty awful shit here. Uh, all friends all right. of the show, by the way. They do not they do not become part of the title without being a friend of the show of the movie hour, and they're all terrific people, by the way. Just want to bring without that a up. Doubt, without a doubt. And on, on that note, Nick Nolte. Ooh. <sighs> Nick Nolte. Huge friend of the show. Nick Nolte. Mugshot movie hour. That's I like that. Um, Nick Nolte, Utah, give me two movie hour. No, that's great answer, but I'm that's Busey. Busey. Shit, they're the same see person. That was the other Nick Nolte. That should have been the title. Nick Nolte Nick is Gary Busey movie hour, but it Nick wasn't. Nolte, Forty-eight hours movie hour. The Nick Nolte's Happy Birthday Jeff movie hour. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, I don't remember that at all, but we did it. I don't remember that either. It's available on iTunes, ladies and gentlemen. Available on iTunes. Who gave Jeff editing rights? He did that after the fact. <laughs> no idea. No idea. All right. Um, Roman Polanski. Ooh, that's... This was when he was in the yeah. news. Yep, yep. Roman Plansky. Roman Plansky extradition movie hour. Roman Plansky might fondle young girls movie hour. That should have been what we did, but we did the Roman Plansky daycare movie hour. Daycare. Daycare movie hour. Shit. All right. So 
here comes a special fun one. We did. We actually had two episodes named after this person. Okay. Half point for each. Okay. So one of you could get I'll a half. Get... The other one could get a half. I, I know who the person is. Yep. Judge Reinhold. Wait, wait, Judge Reinhold. We had two named after Judge Reinhold. I didn't know that. Shit. Um. So Judge Reinhold's. Not who I thought for sure. No. Mel Gibson. Yeah, that's who I thought we were going with. Yeah. Um. The Judge Reinhold. John Reinhold's Gremlins movie hour. Dude, you're you're muted again. <laughs> I am not. You're wrong though. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, that's Judge Reinhold. Because that was the right answer. We had two. You guys don't remember either of them? Judge Reinhold's Midnight Movie Hour. Oh, God. Judge Reinhold's disaster. Shit. Fast Times at the Movie Hour. All right. What well, right. has to do with actual judge? Like the Audio opposition. Misery. Greg, I cannot believe you did not get the first one. The Honorable Judge Reinhold. Honorable, yeah. <clears throat> and the second one was the Judge Reinhold the Phone Movie Hour. Well, I've had a lot of drinks. So, uh, come on. Give me a break. Yeah. Give me a break. So, what's the scoreboard? I, I'd two never one? use that as an excuse. Jim 2, Greg 1 right now. Okay. All right. All right. Give Maybe me, some no. of these will be a little easier. Maybe some of these will be a little easier. David Schwimmer. Ooh. Ooh. What would we have made David... We probably would have made fun of him a little bit. Just to poke fun. Just a little bit. I think we rhymed. I think we rhymed. David Schwimmer, I'm a winner, movie hour. That would have been good, but no. David Schwimmer... (laughs) I'm not a I'm Trimmer, movie hour. I did David Schwimmer crossing the bridge movie hour. Okay. It was the David Schwimmer liberation front movie hour. One of my favorite titles that I came up with ever. That was a good answer. Like, I don't know who made that title. That was good. I, I came up with that title. I remember. It, was, it wasn't me. I think it was like our seventh or eighth episode. It was a, it was a really good one. Yeah. We, used, title. we didn't used to phone it in like we do now. That was a great right. episode. No doubt about it. Yeah. All you right. All right. Give us a couple, more. couple more. Um, all right, uh, Michael Bay. Oh God, fuck, Michael Bay <laughs> movie hour. <laughs> You're not far off. <laughs> Michael Bay American Flag movie hour. I'm gonna give it to you, Jim. It was Michael Bay's giant American Flag movie hour. <gasps> what? Yes. Yes. Just give him the trophy. Why not? Just hand it over. All right, All right. another one. Um. <laughs> Another one of my favorites, because uh, we just got one. This is one that nobody's going to get, but it, it made me laugh my ass off when I looked back and saw it. So, Christopher Walken. I'm pretty sure this one rhymes, right? Christopher Walken. Oh, but it does. Christopher Walken. Watch up my ass movie hour. Christopher Walken. Man, I don't even have a guess for this one. Christopher Walken, keep on talking, movie hour. That would have been good, too, but no. I got nothing. Christopher Walken, Macaulay Culkin, movie hour. Macaulay Culkin, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) They were both friends of the show that week. I remember talking to him. Oh, that was devastating. I'm just failing. All right. Two more. 
God damn it. You guys are doing just terrible. It's making this really hard on me. Um, Give us an attractive... All right, here's a race to the finish. Rutger Hauer. Puppy Power. Puppy Power. Okay, Jim got that one. Yeah, okay, give it to the wit person that's winning by default. That's bullshit. Well, I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm just a fair referee. It's not my fault. Okay, all right, next one. The Rutger Power Puppy Power Movie Hour, indeed. All right, here, here was one of my favorite episodes ever, the Michael Gambone. Fuck. Uh, Michael Gambone's uh, Limerick I'll movie. I'll give you a hint. It's not my favorite, one of my favorite episodes because of the title at all. That doesn't help me. Michael it's Gambone. one of the things we did. We did it one time, and it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, the Michael Gambone's Limerick movie hour. No? Okay. Just Michael not. Gambone's um, Trambone movie hour. Trambone. Uh, Greg is on the right track. Michael Gambone. Hambone movie hour. I got nothing okay. after that. It was the Michael Gambone Irish poem movie hour. Irish, Irish poem. Irish You're definitely poem. on the right track. All right. So right. obviously we have to do Mel Gibson, who uh, like two out of like if, I think it was like two out of four episodes were named after him in a row. So um, the, Mel Gibson, give me back my son movie hour. <laughs> no, the Michael or the Mel Gibson Holocaust movie hour. You're not far off there. Know, you guys came close. up with some sick shit while I was not on an episode. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been P. That might have been P. <laughs> yeah, he was around for an episode. He's a good guy. Well, you let um, it happen. That's just true. The Michael Gibson. P, by the way. Michael Gibson. Mel. I, Mel the, Gibson. Michael. Michael. Michael Gambone. Mel Gibson. Drunken Rampage movie hour? Caused the Holocaust movie hour. So, one of the two was the Mel Gibson merry-go-round movie hour. Yep. Relatively innocuous. Nobody's getting their feelings hurt by that. And the second one was the Mel Gibson push him in the oven. <laughs> sick, sick <laughs> shit. Oh, and let's end on that note. Uh, I feel like, yeah, I feel like we're done. Um, I've got a couple more. Uh, Ashen Kutcher movie butcher movie hour was another favorite of mine. Kirstie Alley low fat movie hour and the Don Sutherland loved us all movie hour were the ones that we left behind. Jim wins the quiz four to one. Don Sutherland, such a class act, really the best. <laughs> Are you seeing the, the, the fat one? The fat one's leg just fell off. <laughs> Seriously, guys, it's great. The fat, oh, his name, I think it's his name Steve, Steve the intern. Steve, you're looking slimmer than ever, buddy. You, you name them? No, that's his actual name. It's Steve. He's here every day. Well, now that we're done with that unpleasantness, uh, we have ourselves today a Parker Posey play along. The Parker Posey play along, which is a uh, staple here at Gungapit Studios, uh, we will bring up a question uh, on the air. And we will end up answering it live here on the show. And we'll also bring it to the boards at gungapit.com and our sister site, uh, restorestephenbaldwin.org. Uh, so you can figure out, you can answer the question uh, there after we've answered it live on the show. So Parker Posey, play along today. God, Parker Posey is such a great person. Um, is, now that we're talking about episode names, the question is, what movie hour episode is your favorite? 
out of like we all have our favorites obviously like it's a little tougher for me you know all of them you know all of them are my children um spent a lot of work a lot of hard hours on this some of them are a students that get into yale and others are fuck-ups that go to prison but you know it's they're all our children (laughs) and we you don't see the air quotes but we love them equally (laughs) (laughs) um i'm gonna take uh, like it's low-hanging fruit for me but I uh, have a special attachment to episode 50. God damn it. God which, damn it. God damn it. Okay, talk a lot. You guys were going to pick that? Uh, it was the Brangelina Waffle House movie hour. Um, I named it myself. It was the first... Had his name had, was the worst part of that episode. No, it was a great part. Because what was... It was fantastic because A, it has the Waffle House name in it. But B, it was the first time we took a couple's... Uh, nickname if you will brangelina and the only time the only time yeah well there might be another time coming so um yeah unless you count you know caulking and walking they're kind of couple <laughs> not exactly a couple yeah. not exactly a big <laughs> name, but yes. um so yeah i um that's what i'd pick i would i would pick the 50th episode there was uh, a lot of a lot of emails from a lot of our friends of the show and people that have um, would love to be friends of the show. I remember actually uh, we had a Sylvester Stallone uh, email, a lot of their contacts. Very funny episode. You should check out episode 50 if you haven't it listened. It was a really good episode. Fantastic. Um, a lot of inside jokes though too. So you might want to listen to 1 to 49 first and then <laughs> You should just listen to all of the yeah. episodes. Only, I think it's probably only 49 the cents an episode. So by now. <laughs> Right, right. So, anyhow, that would be my pick. If I were to pick out of the 250 episodes, the my my favorite one I did, it would be that. Um, I have mine. If I should go. Yeah, go ahead. Episode, episode, episode 50 was my favorite too. I think that that was that was a great. Uh, episode. My my favorite episode is kind of is kind of a set of episodes. I don't know if that's is it. This episode? It, no. Is it this I was gonna make a joke about you know living in the now, and I always like the current <laughs> one, but. You know, I'm old. I don't care. Um, my favorite episodes are the set of episodes for the Music of May when I did the uh, music quizzes. I really enjoy putting oh, those together. Those and Which I won all those quizzes, so I feel really great about those episodes, too. See? There you go. But, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed doing, doing those, and I, I'm a big fan of music in movies, so it was kind of special to me besides. So, yeah, those are probably my favorite. Soundtracks, dude. They kick fucking they ass. Do. Yeah, I've been trying to work on a, another one, but it's been slow. My, I'm slacking. Well, the years catch up with you. Once yeah. Well, yeah. Not only that, but I feel like we you took a lot of the big ones out in that first one, and so now it's yeah, that's to, true. Um, so Jeff, so, what would you pick if you were to pick your favorite episode out of the 250, including this one? Whether it be like putting it together or whatever. I mean, I gotta say this one's going really great so far, but I feel like I don't want to like you know call out the pitcher on his perfect game. Yeah. So uh, right, um, don't want to curse it. Right. I mean, everything seems to be going fantastic today. <laughs> Just perfect. I think this might be the best day of my life. Yeah. Um. So uh, it's a double rainbow day. I th- I think um. I mean, obvi- the obvious answer here is the um, the original unpublished episode that we did. <laughs> I thought about that one too. <laughs> the, uh, 
um, for for fans of the show that might not know, uh, we did our first episode and Greg's recording fucked up, so it was just Jim and I talking to each other with blank space in the middle. Yeah. Best episode yet, uh, without a doubt. Uh, buy the DVD; edition. it's on yeah. the uh, or Blu. I'm sorry, Blu-ray. Buy the Blu-ray; it's on the special features. Um, but I'm thinking, and I can't find the uh, the exact episode. But I really enjoyed when we did the advocacy for the the um, the uh, the final Stereotypes? four. Is that what that the, the yeah for this uh, for the typecast. I think it was typecast. Yeah, for the typecasts. That that to me, I thought was uh, like I really enjoyed just. I advocated the hell out of Mark um, Mark Hamill. I'm like I really enjoyed that series. I thought that that uh, that final four uh, was a really fun thing. I really and the other final four was really good too. So I think um, I, I'd probably say one of the final fours. Since yeah, Greg there, stole we did a couple tracks that we did. I thought you were going on Limerick. So. Uh, the Limerick one, actually, you know what? Fuck it. The Limerick one was was a really like a really. Good <laughs> I go back one. on everything. I go back on everything. Yeah, Just, I go back on everything. You know, what? world peace. World peace would be the first one. Yeah. Um. There, the, Jim made me made me almost piss myself laughing a couple times. Uh, I was really proud of my own, and Greg's were Greg's were pretty good too. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate. That. <laughs> um. Yeah, that was. I'm trying to remember. It was definitely a St. Patty's Day episode. I just don't remember first year. I think is when it was. So it might be in the episode like 30s or something. We'll have to look that up. But I would have guessed second, but that's just me. That was the Michael Gambone. Yeah, the Michael Gambone. It was. Uh, it was, was in March yeah. of. Uh, of, well, late March in 2011. Right. Uh, another fantastic episode. If you're looking to find one, but. Awesome. So that question will be uh, at the boards, goingpit.com. You can answer it there. And uh, yeah, and you guys' answers were fantastic. What the hell? Hey, assholes, we're recording here. Ah! 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 Oh my god, they got Jim. He's dead yet. Leave him. Leave him. It's a miracle he lived this long in the first place. Let's get the hell out of here. Larry, Larry, get off my... Oh, oh, I got a bit, I got a bit. Jeff, come on, man, we can still make it. Just go. They're making another Transformers movie anyway. What's the point? I don't even want to live. All right. Fuck this, I'm out of here. Wait, Greg. Yeah? Drive safe. I will, buddy. Fuck you, interns. Hello? Is is it is this on? Is it recording? This this is Phil the intern. Uh confirmation code 4761. Uh it, it says here in case of emergency all friends of the show and loyal listeners should hide in the Gunga Pit bunker. <laughs> oh hey Jim, it looked Looks like you got a pretty nasty gash there. That's my that's my leg, Jim! 